Welcome to the Margin Business Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we have Ben Leonard. Ben is already has been already two times on the show, and we have been talking about many, many, many things. Um, there's always something to talk about with Ben. Um, a part of his special uh, background, which is has to do a lot with nature, as far as I can correctly remember, which is very, very interesting. But this is, I think, another episode for itself as well. Um, saving the whales. Um, I remember saving, uh, saving the, the, the kind of gooses that get shot in the <laughs> in the Scotland, Scottish Highlands, correct? In order to to build farmland, I'm not oh, sure. Oh yeah, if I, if yeah, I... yeah, yeah. We were speaking <laughs> about that last time. Yeah, the grouse. Yeah. Yes, yes, the grouse. Exactly. Now, now I uh, now I got it back. So yeah, this is uh, just some things I remember out of our podcast, which is super interesting, definitely. Um, yeah, but before I, you know, continue and and dig out things from the past. Um, just let us quickly know about yourself, and then um, we go to today's topic because this is very different from uh, from the usual ones. And because Ben has a lot of things going on, and um, I really um, want to support him on this. And uh, because his journey is is special, and you know, it goes it goes very far, and it most probably, God willing, will go very far. And yeah, let's let's take it from here, Ben. Sure. Yeah. So uh, people who've heard me on your show before probably heard me talking about uh, exits, so mergers and acquisitions in the e-commerce space. And that's still something I'm involved in. But um thought it'd be fun to talk about some other stuff today, because I'm not just the guy that helps people sell their business. Uh, I'm a guy that, that built my own brand uh, and sold it. Uh, it was actually the first uh, European brand to be acquired by one of the aggregators. And this was back in 2019. And now I'm building new brands. So I'm still I'm still in the trenches doing it. I'm trying to just get the message out there to people that first off, you don't need any business degree or business qualifications to build a successful brand. I talk to people all the time who have ideas and they sit on these ideas and they do nothing because they feel like an imposter. They feel like they don't have the the experience necessary. But the truth is you you don't need that. Um, what you do need is a passion for a particular idea. And I wanted to just kind of talk about that and um, let people know some of the things that I've learned from my first brand and how I'm applying that into my new one. And, you know, I've, I've now just, I'm just finishing up a book on this subject, which, which is going to be released later this year, which hopefully will be something that can help people. You know, when I was starting out, I didn't have, I would have loved to have have a resource from somebody who's been there and done it to kind of guide me through what to do. Uh, that didn't exist for building a brand, really. Lots of kind of classic business books, but nothing specifically for building an e-commerce brand. So yeah, a few different things I thought we could talk about. Definitely, definitely, because this is uh, one of your uh, one of your success stories. Uh, I guess there is quite a few, but this one is very, uh, I think it's, 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 very, it's amazing that you have uh, actually sold your business and sold it for a lot, uh, uh, a lot of money. Um, not only the money is here. What is what is actually um, coming out for for me? It's really the the brand, how you build it, and how it grew into a successful business. Because it actually it don't happen by accident. Um, sometimes it does, you know, kind of. But it's very, very, very unlikely that you sit there and suddenly your business is uh, 
is uh, 5 million or 10 million heavy, you you have to know somehow or um, n at least know how to hire, you know, so you're, you don't do yeah. any mistakes and, you know, you cannot, you cannot run everything on your own. So I agree with you that um, people actually don't have to have a, you know, some kind of crazy degree in order to, to start a business. But at some point you need to uh, try not to do it all on yourself and hire people who know to who know to do things better than you because we we all will hit that point where we have to do that. But please, um, Ben, uh, can you can you just explain a little bit? I mean, in a, in a fast in the fast lane, how did you uh, got successful with your first business? What was the idea behind it? Was it passion? Was it just oh, I want to do that because you know they uh, Helium Ten told me that. It's selling X amount, so so I just go for it. Um, yeah, just sure. let me a little bit know about that. Yeah, so I think the mistake a lot of people make is you just you touched on it there, right? They use these tools to identify gaps on platforms like Amazon, and they think that oh great, I found a niche where the products are selling quite well, but it's not too competitive and there's not too many reviews, so I'm going to go launch a product in that niche. Although those tools can be helpful guides. What is a, a lot more important is actually starting with a problem and providing a solution to that problem. So a brand is basically a group of products that solve problems for a particular group of people, right? Could be people who like knitting or could be professional dentists, right? Doesn't matter. And it's important that you're passionate about that area because if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to have the get up and go to go and do it. And then you know, I mentioned there a brand is a group of products. So it all comes down to your products. And so the most important thing is to launch high quality products. I talk to e-commerce business owners all the time who are really struggling. And it's because they've launched products that really just aren't, they've tried to do it on the cheap because rather than launching, you know, they got into it for the wrong reasons. They got into it because they wanted to make a quick buck and they thought that e-commerce was a get rich quick scheme rather than actually wanting to build a brand they're passionate about that, that actually serves people. So first it's quality products. And then, well, who's going to use those products? Your customers. So it's about serving your customers and building relationships with them on the back end. Because one of the problems I see so many people with is they get a sale on Amazon and that's it. Then they have to go chase another sale on Amazon. But what if you actually developed relationships with your customers and marketed them on the back end and showed up where they are with value that they want, helpful, compelling, free, engaging, useful information? That could be podcasts that your customers are going to listen exactly. to. Exactly. So many brands have podcasts now. You know, it's information on your YouTube channel. It's your, your social media accounts. And I don't just mean posting pictures of your products every day. I mean, literally building <laughs> relationships in private messages customers and people will say that sounds weird how am i going to scale that if i'm doing several million dollars in sales well we were doing that with my first brand where we were doing six million bucks a year in sales really easily by simply creating operating procedures and templates and giving that to a team to interact with customers in dms there's all sorts of things you can do so that is the basis of a, of a solid brand it's quality products customer relationships and a back-end customer experience so that you know, let's say you've got a brand. Uh, I mentioned knitting before. Let's let's say you've got a knitting brand, right? Knitting is a good, good example, you know, really. Yeah, right. because so let's, people, say somebody's, people, yeah. let's say somebody's bought your knitting needles. And a little while later, they realize they've got so many knitting needles, they need a special knitting needle carry case. Well, 
wouldn't it be great if after they bought your needles, they'd formed a relationship with your brand so that they immediately thought to go and find a knitting needle carry case by your brand rather than just search knitting needle carry case in Amazon and go from, yeah, they might buy one from you, but they also might buy one from any of your competitors. And so that's an easy way to crush your competition because 99.9% .9 of e-commerce business owners are still just doing it the old way of put something on Amazon or Walmart or whatever it is, and that's it. Forget about it. But what you want to do is build that relationship and build that brand loyalty so that when somebody needs, you know, they bought widget A from you, when they decide they need widget B, they actually go and seek out your widget B rather than just any old widget B. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. Uh, because, you know, let's let's face it, on the on on the net, there is a lot, a lot of people talking about. Um, yeah, go to Alibaba, do the order, put it on Amazon, and that's it. Make millions. Uh, maybe before it was possible, right? Right now, it's not really possible. That possible. That's why I like uh, your approach, and that's why I asked this question as well to make to make actually the last people aware of it who still believe that um, you can you can still just like sit in your in your living room and uh, and order from A to B and and make it happen. Um, without without moving a finger. I mean, there is specialists who really do that, you know, but there is not a lot. So we talk about a broad audience um, which want to sell on Amazon. I don't recommend that. Get involved in this. Um, everyone has a passion. Everyone has, nowadays it's even, everyone has a product around him where you can, for example, buy and get inspired by and then um, try to build a brand and make it bigger. And I like the example that you that you said about the knitting, um, because we we actually had a customer for years, or we still have that customer. Um, uh, and he sold these knitting uh, needles for years, and they were their best sellers. Mm. You know, it's completely crazy the amount what people buy in knitting needs. This this listing has thousands of reviews. You know, um, knitting uh, Tunisian knitting, uh, Afghan knitting needles. Uh, you know, do you have all that different stuff with it? And you know what he did as well? They did as well videos on how to knit. That means if yeah. customers get got stuck and they didn't want to, there is a lot of videos on YouTube, for example, from the same thing. But if this brand that you bought from does some videos and show how they do it and they're approachable and they can talk with you uh, on, on YouTube or in the, in the chat on the website, it, it's a lot more friendly. It's a lot better because especially for personal things like knitting, yeah, you know this won't be a knitting podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just well, giving you, that example. You know, you, you know, you, you made an important point though there about the video, right? Because again, brands are selling their products on Amazon and then providing zero value on the back end. So let me give you an example of something I did with my first brand. Um, one of our products was a pair of boxing hand wraps. So these are basically like bandages that you wrap around your hands and you put the, these, these on your hands before you put your boxing gloves on, right? And what we did was this. The customer would buy the product. The product would arrive. And on the insert was a link or a QR code you could choose where you could get the user guide. You Very would scan good. that link and up would open uh, because it was a chat box. And we would deliver the user guide in Facebook Messenger. So boom, immediately we've got the customer subscribed to our chatbot where we can market to them in the future. Then Is one it of still the allowed though. Yeah, you can do that. 
Yeah. Okay. Then one of the first messages in the chatbot was saying, hey, here's a video on how to wrap your hands. They would click the button and be driven to the video, which was on YouTube. So then we're providing value on how to wrap your hands, but it gets better. What's going to happen now? Many of those customers are going to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we provide lots of helpful content, make them know, like, and trust our brand. So the next time they want to solve a problem related to boxing, what are they going to do? They're going to go and buy from us. But it gets even better. Because we've driven all this traffic to YouTube, we've spiked the YouTube algorithm. So now YouTube is going to show our video to people who don't have our product. They're just searching for how to wrap their hands for boxing. So suddenly all these new people come to our video and guess what? They find out that we're selling fantastic boxing hand wraps and they go and buy them. So it works two ways. We're providing value to our customers and we're bringing in leads. And that is how we crush the competition because most people just sell the product on Amazon and then go chasing the next sale on Amazon. Whereas we sell the product on Amazon and then give all that value on the back end. You know, I call it the products with soul, you know, because products with, with soul have a brand behind, have a team behind, have people behind, have real ambitions behind. While mm. there are a lot of foreign sellers um, outside, let's let's say sellers from outside of the European Union or outside of the US, mm. um, which have mass production underhand and their products are literally soulless. Because if you if you contact them, they don't even know what they're really selling because they just follow the trend. You know, one day it's this, uh, the other day is that, and and this is why they sell. So this, exactly. I think, I think you know, uh, this era of going to Woolworth, for example, and and buy some stuff is it it's over because now you can buy everywhere, literally things, and the one who's going to survive or the one who's going to thrive, let's say this way. Um, are the ones which are um, connected to the brand and can be connected to the brand um, while customers seeing, oh, look, he's really doing what he's saying. You know, he's not just uh, um, saying it, he's really living it, you know. So this is this is what people want. And this is uh, what people want to be uh, identified with. And every single one of us wants to be identified with different things. And that's why we have so many different opportunities because um, of the diversity um, uh, of of customers in this world, and now we even can sell to anyone in the world. So that means that we have uh, even more diversity uh, by by reaching them, by talking with them. We can use different languages. We we can study the localization process, uh, how they can be uh, contacted. So we have so many new things on our hands, and it would be literally. Um, I think I think it would be even a bit cheeky, you know, to not to to to. Um, to sell now something um, which is not even speaking to the customer because th that's what literally means like you don't really don't care you know you don't care this is the, <laughs> the only way yeah. I, I can see it you know and this no, is how we as well right. yeah and this I, is how we as well sorry no you're good go on okay this is how we uh, as well jump into the exactly this topic why I'm getting there that people don't care or people abuse of people um, is uh, you know the internet is big um, the the um, especially the e-commerce uh, community is big, and there's plenty of people who's taken advantage of uh, sellers, um, of clients, of people who want to learn, 
Um, yeah, and uh, this is where uh, this is why I brought this actually up to 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 go um, uh, to this. But uh, sorry, I think I cut you here. So please uh, let no, me. No, you're good. I was just gonna agree with you basically that that there's there's so many people. I think that the, the, the word soulless really summed it up. And that is why, despite the fact that, you know, people get put off of, of e-commerce because they say, oh, it's much harder now. It's more expensive. Acquiring customers, it's more. Gads are expensive. Amazon PPC is expensive. There's tons more competition. All of that is true. But despite all that, those of us who build a brand that we're passionate about will still beat our competition over time. Might take longer, might be more expensive, might be a bit harder yeah. because cream rises to the top. Somebody was telling me the other day, oh, now I'm really worried because all my competition, all the, the soulless Chinese sellers can now use AI to improve their listings. <laughs> yes, they can. Yeah. But they are still not developing a relationship on the back end with the customer. Exactly. And that is that is a crucial area where you can now win. So it's about doubling down on that, you know? So that's what I would encourage people to do. That's even an amazing business idea. You know that like creating a tool where you can always be connected with your customer, part of uh, some, something similar, like uh, you already mentioned through the, uh, to the chatbot, for example, um, you know, just, just developing it a little bit to get a really like a direct line, something like, something like WhatsApp or, uh, something which is only connected to your brand, you know, so you can really like get a bit in contact the whole time um, with your customer and they can contact you something more personal than email. But, you know, it was just an idea, maybe in apps or anything of that kind where, where anybody can get directly hold of you um, without waiting and, uh, you know, something, something similar in order to beat this competition as well. As you mentioned, they are very strong. Um, Chinese sellers are very strong. They have the products at hand, they have the price at hand. Um, but uh, I've seen the trend and I can tell you, for example, on the UAE market, uh, let's just give an example. There is sellers from the US who have 4,000 uh, reviews, yeah? Mm. And they come into the UAE and they have no clue about where they put their feet. So what happens at the end is that they sell zero, literally zero, mm. because they don't know what they're doing. In that, they know what they do in the US, but they cannot apply the same rules into the UAE. So yeah. they don't understand they will not be the, selling. The, the, exactly. the customer. They don't understand the culture. They don't understand exactly. the market. Exactly. Exactly. So this is just where we can improve ourselves and where we can beat the giants. You know, that's uh, that's not a problem, I would say. That's really, that's just a, a matter of how you view things and what you do out of your, out of your day and out of your, um, uh, what, you, what you have learned actually to apply it and to understand who you're competing with. So uh, I would not say, I would not discourage anybody now to start a business uh, despite you know any big sellers or what you see the numbers in Helium 10. Sometimes you see crazy numbers on the US market, for example. Um, start in smaller markets, work yourself up, um, start a brand, build it from the beginning. It won't take three months, it won't take six months. Maybe it takes two years now, maybe it takes four years. You know, that's, that's part of the game. Don't get discouraged. Just uh, um, keep going. Yeah, completely. Totally agree with you there. Um, yeah, I, I just was about to uh, talk about the uh, the negative sides. Um, no, let's say the challenging sides. Uh, we were just uh, uh, dipping in from uh, with the foreign sellers, which have obviously a small advantage um, yeah. on the short term, let's say. Um, as well as uh, all all the people that uh, uh, that giving maybe false information out there. Um, to newcomers 
uh, to people who want to go into the game, who had their life savings on the line and who suddenly yep. say, oh, look, look, it's like, let's give me an example. It's it's like crypto. Yeah. Um, this yesterday, is a I was, problem. yesterday I was listening to, to, to somebody and he was saying uh, in crypto, uh, uh, yeah, banks in the next three months, they want to go all out of business. So put your money in crypto. So, you know, we have like the fifth of the month this the, now, you know, so most probably people have had salary. So what happened now is, okay, they go to their wife, they say, oh, hey, you know what? I need to put my salary now into crypto just this month, you know? It's, so it's, what happened? What happened we next month? He's going to lose. Well. He's going to lose. He, can, he cannot, he cannot sustain, uh, to, to, he cannot allow himself to have this 2000 put in because they won't come out in the next two, three years, maybe, you know? So it's the same in e-commerce, you know? So we need to be very careful what we put out there and not ruin anybody's life just, just because our opinion is like that. And, you know, some kind of giving disclaimers as well, you know? <laughs> You're right. So we have the same problem in e-commerce. There are a lot of BS fake gurus out there who um, have positioned themselves as experts in the e-commerce space, but they actually have got zero experience. Now, there's nothing wrong with starting out your own business when you've got zero experience, but teaching other people when you have zero experience is absolute nonsense. And either they're just regurgitating information from others, or sometimes they're even lying about their credentials, or they're not directly lying, but they're uh, making it seem like they're successful. We all know what, who they are and what they're doing. They're taking photographs of themselves in front of flashy cars and all this type of stuff. I met a lady recently who has lost $150,000 oh. on, on, on only two of these gurus. So one of them, she gave a hundred grand to. That guy oh. is very well known. I won't name him, but everybody knows who he is and he's probably going to jail. And 50 grand to the other dude. And it's, I don't know how they sleep at night. And the thing is that you don't need to do this. The vast majority of information is out there for free um, yes. or very affordably uh, in books like the one I'm writing or good quality, affordable courses from people who've actually been there and done it. And it really upsets me that these people exist. Um, many, many times it's very tempting to call them out on it publicly, but it's not worth it because no, they have not. such a big following that actually, even though you're right, uh, you risk getting yourself into a difficult situation if you do that. So unfortunately, I have to bite my tongue and not name names, but it's it's very frustrating. And the trouble is, right, here's one of the big problems is because these guys are fakes and girls, they're fakes, right? And because of that, they're actually doing very well because they have so much time. Because they're not actually building their own businesses, they have lots of time to spend on building their fake profile. Whereas the actual people who know what they're doing, we find it more difficult to actually get our information out there because we're busy actually doing work on reasons. So it's less time to push the actual real information. Definitely. Definitely, I agree with that, you know? and. You know, the funny thing is that, you know, you mentioned uh, putting themselves in front of Ferraris and Lamborghinis and all that stuff, you know, uh, maybe in front of the uh, in Dubai or uh, yeah. is the, that's the preferred model. And, you know, you, you know, funny is that we are really like having a business in Dubai, you know, like a margin business is really like running the, the business from Dubai now. And uh, I can tell you, it's not at all like that. You know, it's uh, <laughs> no, it's not. You're working hard every day. Exactly. Exactly.
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of value to be found in um, free podcasts. Uh, Helium Ten is books. the best example. You get you get an amazing, you know, uh, um, training for 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 kind of for free if you have the subscription. You know, and it's oh, a, yeah. it's a, it's a Completely. monstrous course. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so affordable books, affordable audio books and courses, free podcast. Exactly. Money on these uh, these guys. So I would just, you know, I would say to people, you know, watch out for that. And I think one of the reasons that that vulnerable people fall into this trap is, you know, they're they're trying to start out their business, and they feel, you know, e-commerce is a pretty lonely place right yes many of us are definitely. starting our businesses on our own on our laptops in our spare rooms so by its very nature we're quite solitary and then that leads us to think oh i need help um who can help me and then you find these groups many you know some of them are almost like a cult yes. uh, there's one very famous one that comes to mind and it's it's almost like a cult and they post pictures of everybody within the cult having a fantastic time together so they make you feel like you're missing out and your business cannot possibly succeed until you're inside this cult and then they'll they'll post success stories of people who've done really well but actually what what you don't know is that that person's business was already doing well and then they just joined that group basically for fun because they could afford to because their business was doing well but that cult group had nothing to do with the success of that business so it's a really important instead of pray to this stuff is to actually just find like-minded people in your area uh for real face-to-face -face local meetups exactly master classes yeah go to industry events go to conferences uh, find the right discord and facebook groups and and make sure that you're interacting with other people who um, you know, yes, people talk about surrounding yourself with people who are more successful, su successful than you. That is important, but also surround yourself with people who are at the same stage as you, because you can all bounce the ideas off each other and help each other. You know, I've been a member of multiple Facebook messenger chat and WhatsApp chat masterminds for years now, and they're entirely free. And it's just a, several groups of like-minded people all at the same kind of stage. Maybe there's one or two or who are a bit further ahead. And we're able to bounce ideas off each other, support each other, brainstorm problems together. And that is where it's at. Um, so you don't need to pay gurus and you don't need to join crazy cult-like groups. I agree with that completely. Um, you mentioned you mentioned as well you're, you're, um, you're writing a book. That oh, is yeah. definite. That is definitely uh, very, very interesting. It was one of my, it's on my schedule um, at some point um sure. maybe maybe you can tell us a little bit how you got there and and how you do it because you know i want to learn i want to I, I yeah. want to do this as well at some point you know absolutely well the book is called quit stalling and build your brand and it comes out in october so it depends when people are listening to this if you're listening to this and it's october then have a look on amazon should be there quit stalling and build your brand and if it's not october yet then um then go to quitstallingbook.com and you can join the waiting list. Um, but basically the book is a guide from someone who's been there and done it and is, is doing it again. That's me. And it's, it's the timeless principles for building a successful physical products e-commerce brand. So there are some good books out there that are very, very specific about, say, Amazon. Uh, but they they're probably already out of date. They go out of date in a couple of months because they're very tactical and very specific. My book is more like a, a timeless business 
but applying those principles to building a successful physical products brand that you're going to sell online. So my hope is that somebody will find it useful now and they'll also find it useful in another 10 years from now. It's for it's for beginners who have an idea and want to want to do something with it. But it's also for people who've started and they've got a bit stuck. You know, I would like to think that even an eight figure seller would get some useful information out of my book. You know, I I constantly revisit classics like the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, right? And really that book is for beginners, but I revisit it all the time because it's so useful to um, to re, uh, remind myself of these, these really important principles and make sure that I'm sticking to them. So I hope that, that it's going to be a really helpful book for people. I think so, because you're, you know, looking at, looking at what you have done, you're looking at what you've achieved. Uh, I think there must be, there must be quite a few good takeaways um, um, from this, you know, but I mean, how, how did you, how did you write it? How, how did you structure it? I mean, uh, sure. sometimes, you know, like it jumps around, you know, uh, it must be a bit confusing in the beginning. How many years it took you to write it? I've been working on it for almost a full year now. Okay. Um, the book is structured in a sort of start to end kind of way, you know, from how do you identify that your idea is even a good one all the way through to the end of the process, which might be selling your business. And in between, you know, we're looking at things like um, product development, brand development, product and brand positioning, finding your startup capital, the channels on which you might sell your products, the principles of marketing and how to market your products and your brand more, more broadly. And the whole time I'm feeding in examples of things that I have done uh, on my old brands and things that I wish I'd done differently. I talk about my mistakes. I throw in case studies of uh, other people as well. So it's a very relatable book that people can pick up you, and you can read it from start to finish. And I think people probably should to begin with. You can dip into little sections when you need a bit of help with certain things, you know? Ali, I really like what you just mentioned because you mentioned the, the the structure. And what I like is that in there, it's not only the e-commerce, it's as well business, you know, because you have as well at the end, the exit, the exit yeah. strategy, which most of the people actually don't even think about. You know, it's it's uh, the exit. Who's thinking about it when, when he's beginning a business? Nobody thinking about the exit already because they just want to enjoy, someone to enjoy the process, some see the dollar sign, you know, so... Um, but there is a lot which don't see the exit. But this is what I learned as well on the way. And this is because of books like yours or because of people I learned from, I think about the exit as well. But before, for example, I wouldn't think about the exit. Some people have this naturally, for sure, you know. But I was one of them who didn't think about exit, you know, when I was beginning my business, for example. This came along the way. And trust me, it's a lot better and it's really good. Um, when you think about the exits from the beginning, because then your whole business is built to sell at the end, it's sellable, you know, that you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's, it's about, you know, I want to think, get overwhelmed. You know, sometimes people are just starting out and they're like, what, you want me to think about selling my business already? I've, I've just started. I don't <laughs> exactly. want people to get overwhelmed, but I just want you to have it on your radar that you need to build an asset that is going to be valuable for somebody else to buy or another organization to buy. And actually, the good news is that when you do that, and I talk to you, I explain how to do that in the book. When you do that, your business is actually easier to run. 
and it scales bigger and it scales faster because by its very nature, when you make a business that somebody else is going to want to buy a very well-oiled machine, well, guess what? That well-oiled machine is easier to run than a rusty, chaotic machine. Definitely. Definitely. And this is where we as well come to the to your two brands that you have running at the moment, because you you not not only sold one brand successfully, you build as well two others um, again, yeah. uh, where which I understand one I've seen myself is already very successful, is very well structured and is prepared for exit as well. And the second one, I don't know about it, but sure. please, uh, let yeah. me know about both of them. Yeah, so um, two very different brands. Um, when I sold my first business, which was a fitness brand, a competitor of mine contacted me and uh, booked me for some consulting. And he basically said, you know what? I I, I was constantly un- kind of wondering how you were crushing me as my competitor so much. <laughs> and I want to learn from you. And he became my consultee. And then, uh, you know, he became kind of a mentee. We became friends. And then we launched a business together. So basically, we went into partnership. (laughs) I provided the mentorship and the startup capital, and he ran the day-to-day. So that's my buddy, Sean. And we actually created another sports brand together. Amazing. So that that exists. Um, And what I like about that model is that I don't have to run the day-to-day, but I still get to have the fun of being involved in a brand. The other brand is very, very different. Um, It is a brand of parent and baby products, which has not yet launched. Um, It's been about two and a half years in development. I've spent close to 70,000 bucks on design because we're creating really technical products, which when we launch them, you you can't afford to get wrong. So you have to get it right. And we've gone through like five prototypes and we're still not finished testing. That's going to launch on Kickstarter, hopefully later this year. And we're going to go into retail as well. So that's going to be really fun. Never done a Kickstarter before. Really excited to uh, go through that process um, and add another kind of feather to my cap, if you like. And what's really going to be fun is when I launch that on Kickstarter, I'm going to be completely open about the whole thing and tell everybody about it. Um, because I like to be transparent. You know, I tell everybody now about the first brand that I sold, which was called Beast Gear. Um And again, that's where I'm different from all the kind of BS gurus is I'm actually telling people what I have done and what I'm still doing. And I think that when you do that, people trust you more. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I I really like it, you know, because now this one is sold. You have two running um, and there is a book coming as well. So there is there is really a lot of things. There's a lot going on. A lot going on uh, to continue, you know, because. um most of most of the people when they when they sell a brand they really don't know what to do there is a lot which are yeah not not in depression but kind of so okay what is next you know because because the exit was not planned because when you plan the exit you have already the next ventures um what you want to do or they come naturally and then you can you can plan ahead so um what i want to give as well um to anybody listening um, is the planning, you know, you, you, you will have to plan something. Um, after the exit comes another exit. We don't know how long we are in this world, but we, we need to, um, it's not about, it's not even about making money, put that aside. You know, it's, it's about occupying yourself with something useful, you know, 
um, what you're passionate about. So if there's a something which you're not passionate about, which is not useful for, for mankind, you know, you kind of, you know, it's, it's a kind of waste of time, you know? So um, yeah, this is yeah. what I want to give right. on the way. Definitely. Yeah, totally with you there. You've got to uh, think about your exit. And then uh, once you've sold, you know, you can't just sit there uh, waiting to die. <laughs> you, exactly. need to, you need to do something, uh, whether that's launch another brand or get into something else you're passionate about. Um, exactly, exactly. Charity, I don't know, whatever is uh, is good for good for mankind, you know, uh, another brand, another anything what is what what helps what helps people uh, in this world, you know. Um, ben, um, one last thing is if anybody wants to be in contact, get in contact with you, ask him about an exit, because we spoke as well a bit about exit, um, which is as well your passion. Um, yep. You have a company, uh, Ecom Brokers, where, right. where you can help as well, uh, consulting anyone who is interested in how to exit, when to exit, why to exit, um, or or in any way, how, how they want to get in contact with you, asking your questions. Um, sure, where's the best yeah. to get in contact with you? Well, uh, by the book, head to quitstallingbook.com or search uh, stalling and build your brand in Amazon. Okay. Um, if you want to talk about exit planning, head over to ecombrokers.co.uk. It's a UK domain, but we work all over the world. And if you want to contact me, my social media handle is Ben Leonard Pro. That's Ben Leonard P-R-O on like all channels, Twitter, Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, look me up, I'll be happy to help. Great, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Ben, and I wish you much luck and I will definitely buy, buy your book once it's out. Awesome, thanks Omar, great to talk. Great, thank you.